Hello everyone, and welcome to another edition of Leading Through Technology. I am your host, uh, Brett Clark. And I'm Keisha Seitz. And uh, this is back for episode four, and uh, this week we're going to be talking about uh, modeling and promoting uh, the frequent and effective use of technology for learning, and we're still diving into this uh, ISTE standard uh, two for administrators. And uh, um, so, you know, Keisha, we've been talking about this for, for a while now, a few weeks in, episode four of this uh, series on this, and um, we talk about a lot about uh, principal modeling, teaching leadership modeling. So you know, why don't we start by just talking about uh, just what what are some practical practic- practical tips? I feel like we've talked about our first three weeks a lot about philosophy. Let's talk about some practical tips this week about uh, promoting and modeling for our, for our principals. Okay. Um, I think that's one of the nice things about standard two is that it is so connected. So um, all of those substandards do kind of flow into each other. So each, each week we're going to say some of the same things. So we've said model how many times um, over the past <laughs> three or four weeks. But um, so today really just, uh, you know, focusing on those, those practical things. I think that the number one thing that principals can do is to model, there's the word, right, to model what they want um, their teachers to do in the classroom. So for me, that looks like being actively moving out in um, in the hallways, in the classrooms, knowing what's going on um, by seeing it, but also just having those real conversations with teachers. And so um, it would be, I would believe it would be unfair for an administrator to say, I expect a teacher to use Google Apps for Education and be in Google Docs, and but then I come to my staff meeting and I get a printed out uh, agenda or it's emailed to me as a word doc or you know um so the big thing i think is practicing what you preach and taking the time investing the time in yourself as an administrator to get the pd that you need so that you can help your teachers too um and so that looks like knowing about the tools and the initiatives that are already going on in the district maybe i could get that from any coach or someone else um but also being on the front lines, on the cutting edge of what's going on. Whether that just means I spend five minutes, five, ten minutes on Saturday and I'm just go looking through Twitter for different ideas. Or whether that's I commit to go to one Summer V Learning Conference this year. A lot of them that are free this year. Um, we'll put the link to that um, in the bottom of this as well. Um, so you can look at the different ones that are available in Indiana. But just going to that conference, just getting some ideas flowing, get some new fresh things in your head that then you can come back and share with teachers. Um, I think that that's one quick way that you can really help your teachers out. Absolutely. I think it's neat that, uh, what you said early on in there was about you know, knowing uh, your tools. Like what, what, what tools do you expect your teachers to use? And then you as administrator know all those things firsthand. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, any type of, you know, in, in any other field we would expect people who are, you know, kind of the, uh, the bosses to be kind of the, you know, the, the experts in, in those things. And so I think that the, the, that, that, key first part of there is knowing the tools yourself. There's a lot of different ways principals to use to, to understand this, learn this, whether it's through our, through our coaches here in our district, or you mentioned our e-learning conference, one that we host, and then uh, all other across the, the state. But it, it's hard to like expect something out of uh, out of people if you yourself don't know how to, how to use it. You kind of just begin to lose some, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe the right word is credibility. But you, you lose a little bit of that backing behind of, hey, I want, I want you guys to use this. But I don't know how to use it myself, but I want to use it myself. So I think that, that first tip is to know what tools it is that you expect of your teachers. And the only way for uh, teacher leaders and for administrators to know that is to, to dive in themselves and to not um, 
uh, take a back seat and, uh, and 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 to make sure that that we're out there. You know, I, we've heard it said, you know, that's um, you manage from your office, but but you lead, you know, from the classroom. Like you, so you got yeah, we have to be out there. We got to be in the classroom. We got to be in in our buildings, and. Um, um, I know a really cool concept and that's um, I'll put a link uh, to this blog uh, as well that I know there's uh, principals that have what they call it no office day where they just you know shut their office down I've seen them put caution tape over their office this place is closed for the day and just to make sure that, that they have that time out in classrooms out learning with their students and out you know you know learning with with their teachers and things like that so you know, that's a pra- practical way if you want to be a leader you know then, then you have to show that it's this is valuable to you. Um, and I, I think some of the best experience I've, I've had uh, as a leader you know, or being out with our principals mm-hmm. is I've, I've been with principals where we've walked into a classroom and if a principal taught me, hey, look, you got to walk with me. I have a reading block to go to. And they weren't going to observe. They were going to be there and be a part, an mm-hmm. immersive part of that. It wasn't anything tied to evaluation like that. They were just there to have those things. I think that's, a, that's, that, that's that first key to get buy-in and to, and, to, and to get the really what is that we want from this is that that modeling piece you got to have to know those tools um i think the next thing that is also is you know if you're a principal uh or a teacher leader and maybe you you, you know excuse maybe you don't know those tools as well mm-hmm. but you do but you do know who in your building knows that then it's, it's about shining your light right mm-hmm. and so uh trying to lie on on those people um, I know that uh, when we were uh, when I when I worked at Evansville, you know, we had a uh, a list of teachers. We knew what they had self volunteered um, and to be a part of this program. And it, by that, they were saying, "Here are here are the tools that I know how to use." Mm-hmm. And so then we knew that okay, if I work in you know North High School and I'm looking for somebody who knows Prezi, I can look and see. Here's all the teachers who said I know how to use Prezi, and I'm willing to. Um, to help my, my people across the hall from me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that you begin to shine those light on, on those people. And you're doing two things. One, you're helping provide support to people around who, who might want to learn those tools. And also you're, you're building that morale up mm-hmm. in, uh, in your building. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, so what are your thoughts on that? Go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, immediately when you were talking, I think that that ties into another point, which is that we have to be, as administrators, we have to be willing to be vulnerable as well. So we just said, yes, learn about the tools and make sure you know your stuff um, for your credibility. But I think that what you brought up about looking for those people in the building that may know more and probably do know more about certain tech tools and how they're used in the classroom than you do. I think it is important to be vulnerable and say, look, I'm not the expert on this, but I know what it does. I know how that can increase learning. I may not ha- know how to get started with it, but I do know, you know, instructionally why that's important. And I know who to go to to get those resources. So what you just said. Um, also, just a quick thought. I mean, you were talking about um, administrators that are, they have like their doors closed for a day. Um, I actually saw this in a district that we also work with. And the middle school principal, it is so cool. I'm so excited to see this actually go into action. But he purchased a breakout EDU box for his school. And he is doing it with his staff first. But then he's going to go in to make an appointment and go into each of those classrooms sometime at the beginning of the first semester and build relationships with kids and actually model that the critical thinking and the creativity and kind of model those things with the teacher. And I just thought that was a really awesome way. It was one tool. It's something manageable, something he can learn and do and implement, um, but that he can go around and, and be back in the classroom. Yeah, so he's instantly you know, showing the staff that I find these skills important. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and that creativity and, and problem solving, things like that. And I, I found a, a tool that I feel like is going to be engaging for me and for these students. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to model this. I mean, it really is, you know, practicing what, what you, you what you preach. And, but then, you know, but then, like you said, knowing also, you know, I, like, I want to learn this. So we're going to learn this together. And I feel like this is how have all this. So bringing, bringing those people in uh, to help support you as a principal or as a teacher leader. And then also to... Um, uh, to celebrate, I'm uh, sorry, to celebrate, but to uh, um, to shine a light on on the, on those on those people in your building, mm-hmm. and you know I think that when when you you do things like that, um, you are celebrating like uh, those uh, those easy wins, mm-hmm. and that's something that I think that in our particular uh, educational you know uh, you know climate we we can't overlook, and so I, I think it's important that. You're talking about practical tips for principals. If you want to build morale in your building, then you celebrate as often as you can, mm-hmm. and don't don't overlook things. Uh, I remember my first year as an e-learning coach. We had a, I, there was a, a social studies teacher in our building who just um, very traditional. I mean, she didn't really you want know, want to uh, want to be in a one-to-one building. You know, <laughs> she was you know, and quite frankly, was you know just trying to. You know, get through her last few years before retirement, and love kids, love teaching, and just wasn't um, uh, wasn't you know naturally gravitating towards this. But you know, she brought me in. Hey, what, what can what you know? I'm struggling with this particular thing, and uh, she came to me because she was there's a, a standard that her book didn't do a textbook didn't, didn't do good job teaching, mm-hmm. and so I was able to find resources for her. And with, within a week, uh, we were doing a, uh, a Skype call with uh, two experts in that area around this historical um, uh, event. And uh, we were able to, you know, and, and, and the, the kids were shocked because this teacher was doing this. The principal was shocked because this, this teacher was doing this. But we had, but, the, but the, with the principal's permission, we did a press release about it. You know, the, a newspaper came out, interviewed the teacher, and that just celebrated you know that, and the next thing you know, all the other teachers want to know, hey, how can we, how can we bring this? You know, because they're seeing the teacher get this notoriety, and people people like that. People like you know the feeling that what the work they're doing is appreciated. So when you start celebrating those easy wins, then um, then that, that helps build the momentum, you know, towards what what is we're, that we're trying to, trying to accomplish. I think that positivity is absolutely critical. Because as we all know, in education at the current moment, there isn't always, um, you know, a lot of positive things that go on. Teachers are feeling overworked and overwhelmed, and they are. They have a ton of things on their plate, just like administrators do, too. Um, so I think that anytime we can get those quick wins and make it a positive thing um, and celebrate the growth, it doesn't have to be the world's best project, right? But for that teacher, just like we would for a kid in our classroom, um, just to celebrate the growth at the level where it's at, I think is, is super important. Absolutely, and we mentioned, uh, I think a few shows ago, that um, you know that in our district we did an impact analysis that some teachers feel like like that they're hiding mm-hmm. because they don't they don't want to come out and say hey, this is where I'm at. But if you're celebrating the things that they are doing well, mm-hmm. then it helps uh, helps them to, you know, to 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 come out of hiding, if you will, and to be able to have those conversations. So we talked about you know use the tools that uh, you want to see in your classroom. Use mm-hmm. the principal, utilize it, model it. Uh, show these things. Some of these things are non-negotiable. We're going to learn these things. We're going to we're going to figure out the best fit for them in our building. Mm-hmm. Uh, shine a light on people. Celebrate uh, easy wins, 
And I think that um, another you know, great practical tip is that uh, you've got you've got to make make the time Absolutely. for teachers to to have that meaningful collaboration. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, uh, one practice is like instructional rounds. And uh, I don't know if you've seen these in action or not, but I, know I, I have. And you know, the teacher get together in a group and they they walk around and they're just you know, almost, you know, scripting what they're seeing in the classroom and giving them the chance to, to walk into each other's rooms and to have that type of atmosphere where it's okay to be in each other's classrooms and have conversations around what tools are you using and, and why did you pick this tool? Why did you, why are you doing this this way? And to, to have that, those types of collaborative things. Mm-hmm. I, I agree, and I think while you were talking, that also makes me think of another important, you know, tip. I think for administrators is that that visionary leadership has to be there, the focus has to be there, and it has to be clear, and it has to come from the administrator or you know from another teacher leader in the building. It has to come from somebody that we've thought about why we're using this, not just because it's cool, but how does that enhance instruction? How does that make it better? How does that even if it's just like that social studies teacher that you were using as an example? Look, my textbook doesn't cover this well, even if it's out of that need, but there has to be some kind of rationale. Um, in order to get buy-in for teachers as well. Why are we doing this? It's not just another thing. And the reason can't be because we have one-to-one devices. It has to be not tied to the device. It has to be because this is what our kids need and this is how they learn. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, uh, so people, this is my thing. That this, some of this is just like, yeah, we've, you've been, you know, we've rehashing, going over the kind of over and over mm-hmm. again. But this is the type of thing that, that um, we as leaders need to keep it out in front that, that – you know, here's where we're modeling. Here's what we're accomplishing. Here's why we're doing this. Here's, you know, all those pieces of this. So that's, you know, to, to show that, that importance of this because um, as, as we've been talking about, you know, having that clear vision and that, that, that principle and those teacher leaders places a pivotal role in the, uh, in the growth of our, of our schools. Yeah. That if, they're, if, if it, that's, that's where it has, has to start mm-hmm. with them. And in order, in order to, to truly, um, um, you know, get where where, where I think we want to be. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, what are, what are some other thoughts you have you know around this topic today? Um, one strategy that I've seen used well is um, in order to get teacher buy-in, again, starting small, is to bring teachers into that process. So it doesn't always have to be the administrator says, here's where we're going this year. It could be, um, you know, one of the schools that I worked in as a teacher, my administrator would bring us together quarterly and say, okay, what is our, our pop? What's our problem of practice? Um, what is going on? What do we see happening? And, you know, whatever it was from, you know, students are turning in work to things get lost to, you know, whatever it is that is a big problem for us. We would identify one in our classroom and one as a whole school and we would work on solutions that fit that and that wouldn't just be technology solutions um, but that was a big part of it and it was also different things that pedagogical um, issues that needed to come in policy issues I mean all those things together Um, and I think that once we identified that that one thing uh, you know one of ours was engagement right kids are checked out well, holy cow, there's a lot of things we can do technology-wise to bring that in. And so I think that when it was focused on something that we came up with and that we were committed to working towards fixing, we had a lot of uh, a lot more buy-in initially. So that's just one other thing that I've seen. All right, so I think like one of like the key you know, takeaways from our conversation today is, as, as you were saying, I was saying about problem or practice, and you know we've been working on data-wise process here in our district about learning center problems and things like that. Uh, it's about taking those, you know, um, 
those things are making it personal. Uh, things that are making it sure that what we're doing, the work that we're doing, fits our classroom, it fits uh, our, our school, um, and, and our district vision. We have, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, it's unfortunate that, that these different visions, you know, what we have, our, our district initiatives, our, our building initiatives, and then we have our own personal classroom initiatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, these things don't have to be in competition with each other. Uh, but how do we make sure that, that these things are all supportive of each other and they're all working, working towards those common things? We have to really view, you know, uh, you know, education in our, in our, uh, in, as a classroom teacher, on that, on that, on that multi-layer, you know, um, you know, uh, facet that we have all those different layers to it. This is, this is, this is not an easy solution, uh, and an easy thing to, to try to, to make, make the best thing. So, um, you know, I hope if we wrap up things today that we're, you know, providing all of our uh, principals and teachers and leaders with, with some valuable tips on just how to keep these conversations going. Uh, and, uh, but I think that, that making, making things as personable as possible, um, that addresses individual student needs, individual teacher and classroom needs, the needs of grade levels. I mean, it's just, uh, there are so many layers to every single school uh, in our district and um, uh, in every single school that we work in that we gotta try to keep things as personal as possible. Uh, so I know we got some resources that we're uh, sharing out. You wanna talk about a couple of the resources that you've uh, linked in here? Yeah, absolutely. So one of, the first one that we'll put in there is um, becoming a 21st century administrator. And that just gives you some practical tips on um, kind of more the vision and the, um, the framework behind um, some of the things that you uh, could be working on as an administrator. The um, one that I absolutely love is called Seven Habits of Highly Effective Tech Leading Principles. And in there, it breaks down seven things that you could be working on as an administrator. And what I like is it describes it, but then it also gives you real world examples of people that you can connect with on Twitter or on in other social media platforms and kind of continue the conversation with them. But it also gives you examples of policies and programs and things they have in place at their schools that um, actually do each of those seven things. Well, well, thank you for sharing those resources. And I'll put the resources to our uh, e-learning conferences and other things we've talked about throughout the show and our show notes below as always and uh, please be sure to uh, subscribe and, and share our podcast so, um, on social media we appreciate uh, any comment and feedback that we can get uh, on the show uh, thank you for listening to Leading Through Technology Leading Through Technology